Did you ever see uh, Werewolf by Night? No, I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> and now Halloween's over, so I'll just wait till next year. Yeah, you're like, well, now it's just ne- now it's on to, uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> and we are back with some lovely comics corner for you guys today. As always, it is myself, Pat. We got Sean here with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're just going to be having a, a fun, cool, natural conversation with you yeah. guys about some news, about a couple uh, hypotheticals maybe. I don't know. Maybe a story or two peppered in there. Dude, you came in so smooth with the radio voice. I totally thought you were going to hit him with the time and weather. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know either of those things. <laughs> Sun's up. We're in a, we're in a, a, a dark room yeah, right now. Yeah, we're in a complete dark. It's like the Willy Wonka boat ride. <laughs> Yeah, there's no windows. Um, but I'd say we got to start it off the way we've been starting off the last few is She-Hulk finale, brother. She-Hulk finale was was fine. Uh, I really did like the whole thing they did with the Kevin robot. The Kevin thing. robot? Yeah. The I thought Kevin that, AI. I thought that was pretty... That was clever. I figured it was going to be very meta. Like, I... Oh, you saw that coming? I don't know. I just felt like they were like gearing up. Like I felt like we were ramping up for an ultra meta thing. Yeah. And then once everything started happening, uh, spoilers for this episode. <laughs> but once everything starts happening at the end, which I guess really isn't even like a spoiler, but it just started getting so out of control that a, at a certain point I was like, oh yeah, this is this you, cannot you were, be real. Yeah, you were glad when it happened. Oh yeah, yeah without a doubt, I was like, okay, I'm glad we went this direction. I don't know. The meta part of it's fine. I get it. It is definitely a huge part of her character. But again, I'm happy that even in the finale, they were like, this is the last time you're going to get to do. Like, (laughs) I don't want this to be a recurring thing with every season finale that she just fucking breaks the breaks through the TV and fucking all of a sudden now it's like we're in the offices. You only get it once, yeah. Yeah, you get to use that once. And then, because also, I feel like we didn't get a ton of wrap-up on a lot of characters. Like, no. I don't know. Yeah, there just wasn't a... Lack of closure. Lack of closure, for sure. The, how did you feel? Again, big spoiler, but Hulk returned with an extra buddy. Yeah, with his son. Scar. I mean, it was just thrown in there. They're like, oh, we're not going to address this yeah, really it, at all. It wasn't in there, and also he looked like a fucking dweeb. Like he was just the haircut looked bad. He had a dumb little timid look on his face. I mean, yeah, I, I heard, I don't know if it was real or not, but it looked like they had tried like several different screen tests of him okay. with different hair, and like every we, time it just looked it, like they couldn't make it. They didn't know what to do. Yeah, it just the hair. The one they went with is it's like weird medieval monk style. Yeah, isn't he like? Yeah, it's like kind of like Hunter S. Thompson, like balding. Yeah, like. it's like like <laughs> shaved on the top, along in the back. It's like the most extreme mullet of all time. Yeah, or like the like Chinese guards of like the the yeah yeah with the, laws, the, the forbidden city, the <laughs> forbidden city guards, dude. It's I don't know. I didn't love that part. I'm hoping though that in the future they. Spend a little more time because I think I'm not gonna spend a ton of time if it's just literally no words. You just see someone, and then it's gone. And this is f- like kind of for like Planet Hulk type stuff. They're they're doing. I don't know what I don't know if this might be the new Hulk we start getting in Avengers. Well, because they said there was a 
I read, isn't he like a character in Planet Hulk? He's a big character in Planet Hulk. Yeah. But we've already kind of done Planet Hulk with Thor Ragnarok. So then there's like World Breaker Hulk where uh, in that story, his whole family from Sakaar, because he get apparently on the planet had like a wife and some kids. Yeah, and so who's shit. the wife? That's what I'm saying, dude. Who, or, who gave birth to this behemoth? I mean, I, it wasn't born on a wedlock, I hope, man. I, well, <laughs> if so, I'll be sending a strongly worded letter to uh, Kevin Feige and not the robot. Yeah, he has to understand that you know Hulk is a role model to these He's kids. He's a role model. And you can't break up the two-parent unit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you start breaking up the family... Break up Harlem, sure. Yeah. But break up the family unit? Not on my watch, Unacceptable. Kev. Um, but yeah, in the that story, they kill that whole family off, and then he loses his mind and fucking comes to Earth and starts just destroying stuff. But I don't see that being the direction this Bruce Banner goes. In. I I don't, but it would be cool because that is a classic comic book trope. Like yeah. the big, the one popular one would be definitely the Green Lantern, the Emerald Twilight run. Oh yeah, where everyone you know kept Coast City's destroyed, and he just goes he berserk. Shit. He goes berserk. I think he kills all the Guardians. No one ever. There's never ever ever some like uh, legal repercussions for any of that for these guys. No, no, no. You know they're like, oh you. You destroyed an entire city. I mean, that's definitely going to be at least a life sentence. Well, even in our you know non-fictional world, people get away with a lot of things, too. That's so. true. And they're not even superheroes. They don't even have a power ring. No. They just have a lot of money. <laughs> uh, what would you give She-Hulk, though? Overall? There's overall series. 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? All right. I'll go uh, 7.3 out of 10. Okay. I thought it was fine. Um, I would like to see more. It's always with these shows. Sometimes it's hard because they really stretch out some of the like build up and figuring out who characters are. Let me get into fucking season two where I know these people, and then we can start adding on some like you know different villains. We can start throwing some more shit in there. Yeah, I don't need to build up all these like. I get it. It's her friend, or it's a guy yeah. who works at the law office. Whatever. I'll give them this. It it kept my interest to the point where I kind of am looking forward to see what happens next in the second season. Exactly. So, you know, I'll give it to them. I'm there for it. I want a season two. Um, I know, and now that Halloween's passed, we got to wait a year. You did not see <laughs> Werewolf by Night yet. But do you think any of these shows we've gotten from Disney Plus so far would have been better off being a like mini movie the way that werewolf by night was where like people found like really enjoyed it got a ton of watches because it's just you know 45 to 50 minutes you know i mean it's a little bit longer than an episode but it's just kind of an all self-contained i think with she hulk they kind of just had a lot of ideas and things they wanted to do they oh hey why don't we try this and it just kind of turned into yeah, we'll make it a series, and we can ha- make it, you know, cameos, appearances, and stuff like that. I and did like the cameos a lot in... I don't use the word spectacle, but they wanted to make it something to look forward to and other yeah. things they could showcase like, on there. I liked a lot of the weird little one-off characters that we got. Um, the immor- Like Immortal Man. Uh, some of these just more random. The Frog Guy. Shit like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I enjoyed the, the weird version of the Wrecking Crew they had in <laughs> yeah. there. Those were fun to me. I appreciate it. They were, they're characters no one's ever going to use anyway. Yeah, Marvel not 
getting super serious, you know? Yeah, it's a little bit more lighthearted. I Cause, like because we came off a pretty heavy run with you know all the Phase Four stuff. Phase, phase four, three, phase four, very heavy, yeah. and then even some of the shows were pretty heavy. Like before that, was it Moon Knight? Right, yeah. And it's like Moon Knight to me wasn't. I thought She Hulk was better than Moon Knight personally. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably. I feel like there. Moon Knight tried to be a little too introspective, and I've said it before, but I'm like. Yeah, dude, I just want to have a little more fun. I need to I don't need this to be the smart guy show. You know, like I don't need it to be well, something they, more than it is. They really played off the dual personality thing. I think they just kind of saw that as something they could approach every week a yeah. little bit differently. Um but we did in other news see a blockbuster of a movie. Yeah. Black Adam. It was, I almost said Shazam. It was a popcorn, popcorn movie. What? Uh, we'll go. No spoilers on spoilers. We can spoil it for people. Uh, yeah, we'll spoil it, dude. We're not, there's not much to spoil. This though. is the milk, dude. Let's spoil it. This is also just kind of like uh, what we thought of it, kind of deal. You know, I guess you know. Yeah, and then there's some other topics that kind of branch off it from where this movie leads off. So from the beginning, did you? How did you feel about the rock in the beginning of the movie where they clearly CGI him into a, a what apparently they thought would be a small, frail man, oh, which is still oh, like yeah. buffer than 99% of people I know. That was really fun to see him not super strong. But it was <laughs> When they're show, doing that scene, I get that it's tough, but it's like the whole time you're like, well, that's the rock. I wish they would have made it look like bad. Like you could t- uh, clearly tell. Yeah, that it was someone else. like a green screen rape <laughs> or just. Yeah. Different head, like, yeah, different the head, body. The head like can't keep up with the neck. Yeah. Giant melon moving. head and then just like small shriveled body. Right, who, who, I wonder whose body double like who got that role. Like, hey, you're going to be the rock before he gets muscles. But Like I said, he's still it's not like he was unfit he was still like pretty big that's true but i think you have to be pretty big again to balance that ginormous head yeah. they should have got like timothy chalamet as the body yeah, that's, the scrawniest guy perfect um so that part i thought was kind of goofy i thought the intro was fine they definitely change it from the comic but the comic's a little bit darker <laughs> darker as, yeah as, as we said um what did you think of first appearance of black adam in there though like when they awaken when they from awaken his tomb up, yeah. oh that was pretty cool that yeah. was a good scene good action scene um but when it comes to like the origin story thing i'll give them this they really kind of did a good job of making it similar in the sense that like you know this is the spoiler where at the end you find out that it actually he wasn't the quote-unquote champion it yeah. was his son it was so so it's almost like it, the powers were someone else's at one point which in the comic you say he kind of like steals the powers from yeah he people. steals them yeah. versus in this movie they're given they're to given his to father. him but it's it also just has this it's the whole struggle that black adam has where it's like i don't really deserve this shit yeah. you know, i was never supposed to have it, these powers in the first place i like that they kind of kept the heart of that so, I agree. And I think that's between that and a lot of the character, you know, the supporting cast, you know, your, your Hawkman, your Dr. Fate, which I thought was great. Um, a lot of the people, maybe why it struggled in theaters and got reviewed mixed is because people don't know who these characters are. Yeah. A lot of people don't. They're definitely smaller characters. I think that was a struggle that this film was going to have yeah. from day one, though, is because if Black Adam is your star, you can't really have heroes that outshine him 
in his own movie. So you're immediately cutting off a lot of big superheroes to fight him. And you also don't want to just go right into, you know, a a suicide squad one where it's just fighting faceless putty monsters. Mm -hmm. So you kind of want to have it be versus heroes. And yeah, you're using Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, Cyclone, like characters that comic fans are even some are like, Oh, yeah, I think I've heard of, like, yeah. Adam Smasher. You know, they're not even big in comics, necessarily. Dr. Fate and Hawk, Hawkman, obviously, are a little different. They are pretty mainstay characters and everything. Mm-hmm. But still, no one's like, oh, yeah, it's the fucking Hawkman movie. Yeah. And it's unless you're a very, you know, deep in comics and you have a weird love for the Thanagarians or whatever, it's like... No one's going to check that. I did work with one guy, a buddy of mine, that he, older cat, but he was in the comic books when he was a kid, and he said that Black Adam was always his favorite character. So and I was, I was, yeah, I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And this was years ago. So I mean, I know he was hyped for that movie. Yeah, it's it is such a weird character to be because it's a villain. It's antihero. He's, yeah, he's, but he definitely started off as straight, Shazam's villain, straight up villain, because yeah. he was just the it, it's that was the word antithesis it's the opposite of same way that you know lex Luthor and joker and all he was the that version for shazam and then yeah later on they were like okay he's actually just he's more of a doctor doom a little bit where he just runs it conduct his country and unless someone like fucks with him he's like we're cool man let me be here you guys do your shit Mm -hmm. so he's not the worst but he's also a mainstay in a lot of when bad guys get together, they're like, did anyone call Black Adam? Yeah, he's a bad dude. You know, what even up? at the end where, you know, we maybe won't spoil this, but you do see like a major DC hero at the end and they kind of have a little back and forth. Yeah. And that also leaves it open to, oh, maybe I'm not on your yeah. side again. <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting to see how they use them. I think they really want to build around Black Adam. So they just let go of this uh, feller by the name of Walter Hamada at uh, Discovery Warner Brothers or whatever the fuck it's called. Discovery Warner Brothers plus... plus, uh, Yeah, plus 69,420. And they let him go. He was in charge for about 45 minutes of DC. And then they fired his ass. And they got James Gunn and some other more business type dude who are now going to be in charge of all the DC movies. And yeah, I think black Adam seems to be the rock is someone you can build franchises around. Yeah. He's a great, but again, it's going to be hard to shoehorn black Adam into a bunch of shit. It's going to be brief, you know, and like, you know, the rocks always working on movies. So just be like, Hey, come in and shoot a couple scenes. And yeah. They'll be on your way. Like they'll just kind of have them show up. It's funny how they, Still haven't quite gotten all the DC characters together. I mean, they have with the Justice League and stuff. But yeah. like, what Bud, me, and Black Adam they did the same exact thing which they did in Shazam is when they're in the little kid's bedroom. There's just posters of, of all the other all heroes. These people, yeah. They did the same thing. And I'm just like, it's like, oh yeah, they they exist. They're here. And then it's like, it's such a weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't. They did the same thing. They always they love to have like a kid who's a fan of all the heroes. Yeah. And that was, I did kind of like that because. You had a little bit of mirroring between the two movies where they're both these kind of new powers or out of time or somehow 
displaced. And they had this like little kid who's a huge superhero fan who's like coaching them along a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a cool little mirroring to him. That's the, true. That was the same. This very similar to Shazam. Very too, similar yeah. in that way where he's like, oh, you got to have a catchphrase. What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. What can you do? And um, I thought that was nice. But I'm just interested to see where they go with that. Uh, for the character, I mean, I feel like we kind of got to bring it up that it's common knowledge now since my man quit his big Netflix show. But you do get a little Superman. Oh, he did actually quit? He he is passing on... So Henry Cavill was on The Witcher, uh, a show based on a video game, based on a book. And Henry Cavill, big fan of the books. Oh, really? Huge. I didn't know He's that. a big-ass nerd. Like he's that's one of those sweet. guys that's just like closet nerd. Yeah. yeah, like he's jacked at the gym and he just has like the most heinous of like superhero shirts on that you're like, this is bad, man. Um, but he huge fan of the books. That's why he wanted to play this main guy in The Witcher. Played him for three seasons. The third season's about to come out. And he always like had an issue because I guess the storyline in the show doesn't follow the books, which did doy they never do and he was kind of whatever about it but he's coming back as superman dude and he said we're gonna pass this shit on to liam hemsworth and he's gonna start being so they're just season four gonna switch it up and just have whatever it happens all the time yeah so I, this means we're we'll probably see him as superman I think we're gonna see some which, superman which i always thought was so weird they didn't we're gonna stop using him in the first place i I think it's... But they never officially replaced him. They never officially replaced him. We've even gotten him in, like, no-face scenes in Shazam. Oh, yeah. Again, another uh, post-credit Superman in each one of them, so another mirroring. But, uh, yeah, I think... I liked him as Superman. I think once they got... They had the Batman idea... They like teamed up two heroes and were like, oh my God, we got two of them together. What if we just get the rest of them? Yeah. And it, I think they just like jumped the gun. I think if anything, they should have done a Superman 2, then done Batman versus Superman as like the third cap off to roll into a Justice League. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a smart, but that's a little. We're, that's the past. But they still, they did like Wonder Woman and they did. Yeah. Aquaman before but Aquaman was after it was I after believe. Justice League. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, again, if they would have just given it a little bit more time, I think things could have panned out smoother. But I, they loved Ben Affleck Batman. I think I think they thought that was such a good like role yeah. and like smart move. And then it just completely kind of fucking backfired. Yeah. I just love the story where Kevin Smith was the only person that was excited about it. He's yeah. like, my friend is Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's the only... Because I think the, the studio and Kevin Smith were the two people who were excited for it. And everyone else was like, what? Yeah. But Kevin Smith, like, I think he even said, he's like, he's like I didn't even care. He's like, I was so stoked. Like, you guys, you guys can hate it if you want. He's like, yeah. is, oh, if my, my friend is Batman. This is sweet. If my friend became Batman, I'd be fucking excited. Yeah. Even if they were like, your friends never acted. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. My friend's Bruce Wayne. That would be a big deal. Um, but yeah, what do you, what do you want to see in a Superman? In a new Superman movie. New Superman movie? Yeah. Do you want continual like a continuation from Justice League? Maybe a little soft reboot? 
I would say, you know, Legion of Doom's always been really cool. Yeah. You know, get you get get your um, Lex Luthor back in the picture, even get like Brainiac in there and stuff like that. That would be cool. I think that would be a cool direction to go in. Yeah. I because I mean you still got I don't think Jesse Eisenberg played the world's worst Lex Luthor. Like, isn't like Captain Cold in the Legion of Doom also? Yeah. Well, Legion of Doom is kind of just your like super villain Justice League, but I think they could do like Brainiac, I love as a Superman villain, but I feel like there's so much to Brainiac, and it might end up coming off as a little Ultron-y. Yeah. That's like a hard, like the only hard one with it. But I definitely think you get Lex Luthor out of there and have him bring in like a squad, like almost a Legion of Doom. Like he's got a contract out and he's trying to get like he's bringing together whoever to get take care of Superman. Yeah. And it's kind of like him going against like, yeah, a group of like rogues that might not necessarily even need to be completely. uh like Superman rogues. That that might be one thing they're kind of running into right now with that sequel is, you know, who's going to be the bad guy. There's n- always been a hard part about Superman is kind of a lackluster rogues gallery. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to have? Mr. Mixapolitic or whatever come in. <laughs> uh, the Krypton man. Like there's just so many Superman, such a big, powerful character that I think that's always what's made it hard too. is there's no like, well, what's gonna stop them? Yeah, that's yeah. why those. That's why the original run of Superman movies, you know, like kind of fell off. Like yeah. the first two are great, and like the next two are terrible. Yeah, there's just nothing to stop this guy. And even Batman, it's always oh, kind of just by the skin of his teeth or whatever type stuff. Because at the end of the day, you're like, all right, he's he's a human, as I air quote it, because like he's still like just falling, you know, fifty feet and being fine. But yeah. It's still at the end of the day a human, so you're like, oh, okay, he could really go down. There's a really good uh, little mini doc on HBO about um, DC rogues, and yeah. Uh, yeah, very little Superman villains mentioned that whole series. Yeah, whole I mean, thing. you just don't have uh, a ton of people in Super. Superman deals with huge stories, dark side, space shit, stuff like that. Yeah, and it's not very. Gr- it's hard to do that in just a regular movie because there's so much story buildup. But one person who does have a huge rogues gallery that we were just talking about uh, that they have announced, we will officially be getting a sequel. Batman. Okay. The Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves, Batman. What? Um, so I saw a couple people that were mentioned that, have are kind of I don't know if they were just thrown around or if there been names been talked about for villains, but uh Professor Pig, Scarecrow, Clayface, and Mr. Freeze. Right. Were some people that Matt Reeves has mentioned before or that other people at Warner Brothers have been like, we want to do something. I'm hoping we don't go Fucking Scarecrow again, dude. We don't need Scarecrow. I, and unfortunately, because that's too, first of all, it's too recent. And when it comes to Mr. Freeze, unfortunately, that whole thing's tainted from the whole Joel Schumacher it, experience. It's tainted, and I just don't. And so, they did a good job of it 
on the animated series. Yeah, just leave it the, be. The animated so good. It's a heart. He's such a goofy yeah. ass looking so character. You're talking about Pig. It's PYG, right? PYG, Professor Pig. and he wears like a, a weird mask. little mask. Hey man, play. Yeah, come out around Halloween time. Make it like a cool, spooky yeah. kind of thing. People will dig that. He's you know, kind of a freaky character. I think they should be like another kind of bad guy pulling the strings on the yeah. other side of that, or even just get more Penguin. I. So I know Penguin is also getting his own show from HBO Max. Right. So we're getting that for sure. They haven't pulled the plug on that they yet. They haven't, the no. text right off. Um, that one's still going. They, I just don't know. Like The same thing, though, with Mr. Freeze is kind of also the same Clayface vibe of, you know, how are you going to make this look? Like, this world might not be as grounded as fucking Chris Nolan's, but this is still a pretty real world yeah clayface is a little too fantastical yeah and <laughs> i mean i think there's enough villains that batman has that are at least more grounded than a guy you can turn into anything because he's made of living clay that they can find someone and again i don't need a reuse of uh anyone from chris nolan's to be honest, like yeah. I don't need Scarecrow. We don't need to do Two Face necessarily. Like if you want to put Harvey Dent in there, maybe go for it Pound and just let him be a yeah. background character. But we've already redone Catwoman. They we've, already hinted towards that Joker thing, like and, exactly another Joker thing. I just I don't know. I want to see. There's so many characters. You can do so much with so many of them and twist them to be your version of it. You already did it. Whatever you did with the Riddler. Yeah. So obviously there's no sticking to the book. So just find someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Find dude, the Mad, cool Mad Hatter. Hatter. I was just about, I was literally just saying that Mad Hatter, yeah. dude. That'd be cool. That was a good jinx. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of people you can find that could be smaller, that could be ran by bigger people. You could I wouldn't even be even if you brought back a Ra's al Ghoul, I'd rather have that than a scarecrow again or a big joker thing again. Let Joker be in Arkham. This whole every movie, yeah. and maybe make him he, like a Hannibal Lecter type, yeah, character. or just you know, like somebody doesn't even who's just kind of there, and you kind of have him lurking until he does. You do a Joker show or something. I just don't need that to yeah. be because now it's gonna feel. It sucks they already used the black mask on that Harley Quinn movie. Like that would have been yeah. cool for a Batman I think you movie because it just makes it more modern. It's like he's I think like, you could do a black mask though in this because one Birds of Prey wasn't like a movie everyone's. Oh, that's my DC go-to. Yeah. It wasn't horrible, but I think you could still use that character. Because honestly, Ewan McGregor did a pretty good-ass job as that character. I think he yeah. was one of the best parts of the movie. But that Roman Sionis, Black Mask, great. You want to stick with the mob thing. Stick with yeah. people controlling the city. Stick with you know how crime is going down it's in the city. It's more realistic. Yeah, and it's a little bit of a different view I guess then Chris Nolan's, even though his is pretty heavy on that. It's like, yeah, figure out this super decrepit fucking Gotham that you're in and how to kind of like build it back up. Right. But yeah, real quick, getting back to black Adam though. Uh, tell you what, man, the Dr. Fate. Yeah. Pierce, Bra- you- Pierce Bronson did a fucking awesome for job. You? He did, I'm telling you, I think someone over working on that movie was definitely like a fan. Cause just the way they, Displayed his powers and everything was just very well done. Did the you costume everything? Did you like his powers? The way they displayed his powers more than the way they display like a Doctor Strange, 
Well, like sometimes Doctor Strange can be a little just kind of like pew, 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 firework. I wouldn't say more. I just like that as opposed to Doctor Strange, they it's not so much like, oh, it's magic. They mostly yeah. just like, oh, it's like, well, that, that helmet's from a different planet. We don't really know what the hell's going on. We know it can do some crazy shit. I like that they played that up instead of just being straight up like, it's magic. Now, <laughs> is that comic accurate of the helmet? No, I, no, not quite. It's more of like an ancient Egyptian type artifact yeah. thing. But that also hints to, you know, as far back as we can even go, people think saying that it's all connected. All connected. Aliens to alien and Egypt. And Egypt and, and especially in DC, that's like all very intertwined. Yeah. Fucking Transformers. I yeah. mean, you know. The, origi- the original ancient alien theory. Comic books. <laughs> um, this is my Bible. Yeah. I thought Black Adam was sufficient, though. It was, it was a movie. I was like, I liked parts of it. There were parts of it where I was like, this is just very... There's there some corny scenes you're gonna have. Corny those. scenes yeah. that some of them I feel like though you c- we could have screwed it around or like done a little bit better on some stuff. But yeah, I think it was a good DC movie. I don't think it was earth shattering, but I think again you have to kind of build up Black Adam to make a big name for him before. I think the big thing is they he wants to fight Superman. And just for fun, which is funny <laughs> because it's like you'd think it'd be Shazam, right? Um, which to kind of parlay off of the Shazam trailer, trailer Shazam 2. I yeah. can't remember, I don't know what the called. gods, okay? Yeah, uh, we've made up villains so Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu could be in the movie, <laughs> so they are no one in the comics. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I know I thought the first Shazam was fine, I think it'll the new Shazam will be pretty on par with Black Adam. I think Black Adam might be a little bit better because you get The Rock. Yeah, but this looks like it's going in the same direction. Yeah, well, and it's also, I could, I don't need, it's like a Power Rangers of Shazams now. Yeah. Like every kid has just a different color suit. I don't care about that. It's a little, it's a little ridiculous. It's, let's just have them fight each other. <laughs> let's just fucking talk about Quantumania. Yeah. That trailer it looks lit, man. You excited? I'm huh? Ready for that one? When's you, that coming out? Next uh, year? November, maybe. Wait, no, it's not coming out this month, or not this month. Maybe January. It's, it's coming though. Yeah, you got the. What's what are we saying on the? I'm excited though for Quantumanium. We're gonna get some fucking full on Kang. We get uh, Scott Lang's daughter coming out here as Stature. That's the character's name. That's the character's name in the comics. So I think we're kind of building up for a new. Young Avengers, brother. Young Avengers, okay. Because, I mean, if you look at it, on paper right now, we're going to have, we'll have Stature, we'll have New Black Panther, which is obviously going to be Shuri, Ironheart, you got Scar from, you got Hulk's son now. Um, yeah, it seems like that's definitely something like that's a possibility. I mean, I think even letting Spider-Man lead the team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, he, like he's that much older. Exactly. And you still have someone who has gone through the ringer and learned a bunch of stuff, had these mentors. And if they can fucking pull off a like a young Avengers or almost a whole new Avengers team and make the money that they made with OG Avengers, I mean, you're fucking... They're printing money over Probably there. won't be as successful, but it'll be a big... But, yeah. um, you know, if you can continue yeah, your... You know, tra- you know someone over there is already talking about yeah. it. 
But yeah, so there's a uh, expected date for quant um, for Quantumania, and it's uh, February seventeenth. So February seventeenth. That's not. We're not too far off. It says it's in post production right now. So technically, the movie's not even done. Oh it's God. crazy how like literally like the last step of like a of a movie like being coming out is yeah. just someone on a laptop. Then it's like closes. It's like all right, it's officially done. It's yeah, they're like, <laughs> like the, think about the enjoyment of like. I remember writing like, like who's the like what's the very last thing that gets done? Yeah, what's like the okay? Yeah, can good. you imagine a weight off your shoulders? Like, yeah, like, yeah, working on a movie and sent. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, this isn't like some uh, term paper. That's what I was this just is- thinking. It's like <laughs> when you're done with a term paper, you're like, finally, this thing is fucking done. It's like yeah. someone's at the end it's of like, the. Oh movie. no, we've been working on this movie for a year, maybe two. Yeah, we've spent. Uh, Two hundred million dollars on this, yeah. so let's get it right. Like that's like being a big project like that. Obviously, there's a lot of people involved, but still, like you got to feel some at least when like your specific job is done. Like, oh yeah, my my part's done. These fuckers got to get their shit together and finish their stuff. Oh yeah, you're fucking the satisfaction of yeah. just being there and being like, yeah, this shit's over. Yeah. Or like the that South Park thing where it's like the making of oh, and they're all just they're all just waiting for them to write the episode so they can start animating yeah, it yeah the seven they're, was it seven days six, six days to air yeah six days or, to air yeah whatever, or whatever so yeah they're literally just like the animators just sitting around like peeking into the, the writer's office hey you guys almost done I, it is crazy that documentary was so nuts to me because I didn't realize how talented that writer's room was oh yeah for South Park like that was a Fucking who's who I remember of. Um, oh, yeah. Bill Hader was the big one. And then like even the one guy, I, I can't remember his name right now, but he actually came up with that show Wonder Shows. And do you remember that that show that was on MTV2? It yeah, would always what, it would it would be on after Wild Boys every Friday Wonder night. Wonder Chosen. What what, they, Wonder Chosen was like a it was a messed up like version of a kid's show. Like, it was kind of like a, like a Sesame Street. Yes, yes. Where they had puppets I, and shit. Dude, I remember they that. They had animated shorts. I mean, it was a goofy show, man, but classic. Yeah, that was... Just watching that stuff, I was like, this is insane that they make this entire show yeah. in literally fucking six days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't always like that, but yeah, like once technology was able to get to that point, yeah. Well, exactly. And then also, I mean, at that point, that's how you keep it as topical as you can to be like, yeah, we're literally going to talk about what happened in the news oh, last yeah. week. I mean, there were some episodes, it was like clo- like days after something yeah. happened. Like there had been times they rewrote the episode, you know. I believe it. I mean, and I think once you're, once that's your way of doing it, it's like, cool, let's just not, let's do this all at once and just fucking, once the season's done, you're good. Yeah. It's like, here's your check. I'm sure you're getting paid pretty well. Like, South Park's probably the only show that, like, has lasted any, the, like, it's the longest running show on Comedy Central, without a doubt. Either that or The Daily Show. I'm not sure when The Daily Show and started. I, I think that. I think South Park's older, though. The, than The Daily Show. And The Daily Show might have, did it just end? No, but Trevor Noah's leaving. Leaving? Do we know they can't end it? Fuck that show, dude. It's so bad now. It, dude, that's what I've heard. I've heard it's not been good in quite some time. Like Trevor Noah is actually a funny guy, but when he does the report, he's just very cringe, man. It, I've seen some clips, yeah. and he seems almost um, like a little pretentious. Yeah, he's super pretentious, and it's just very like, all right, man. This. Like John, uh, I think his. You know why he's leaving the show though? I think he's actually like moving back to South Africa or something. Oh really? I don't know. I I think I heard like he like he hates it here. Like, like when you watch the show, it's pretty clear. Yeah, I heard he's he's not going to live in America anymore. I mean that checks out. Like you can still, 
if someone that successful and it's like South Africa is not like yeah. some, you know, like war torn. No, 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 not at all. He shits all over South Africa all the time, too. because yeah. He's from there. And obviously they had some messed up things going on for a while. But more I think more celebrities than you realize don't live in America. Like, oh, I believe yeah. it. And it's because here's the thing. I'll just come here when I have to work. <laughs> right. And then when I Ooh, I don't want to live when I'm there. done, I'm just going to leave. Yeah. Like, same I don't way, give a fuck. Same way you do with every other country. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like. If here's the job, you're only there for, you know, even on a movie, it might take three years for this movie to come out. It's not like the actors on set for three years. You know what I mean? They only shoot for so long and then it's fucking, you know, pre-production, post-production script, like all this shit is just what adds on to the time of it because it's stuff that you can take more time on because it's like, all right, you're paying a couple script writers Versus an entire crew of people to film something. Yeah. I wonder what the first movie, Marvel movie that's going to be like Ocean's 12 is going to be where it's like they just want to go on vacation. Oh, yeah. That would be. <laughs> that is the why. The Avengers I, in Hawaii. That's why I love the Ocean's movie so much is just because they're like, uh, we should get out of town. Like, look, it's essentially George Clooney, Brad Pitt and Matt Damon being like, dude, you guys want to have a little boys trip? And they're like. <laughs> Dog, yeah. I'm calling the gang. Make a movie yeah. in like 10 minutes? Hey, Donnie, it's Mark. Come on down. That's the movie in itself is them getting all of them, them getting together. Getting all, yeah. the th- all that's, them together. That's the joke like on Rick and Morty, like half a heist movie is just getting the crew together. Yo, yeah, that's... What's uh? What's like the catchphrase on that? You son of a bitch, I'm you, in. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> I do love that part of a heist movie, though, where they're just getting people... For some reason, it's always a very, it's very satisfying. People love it. It is a really satisfying portion of it. That's what I just want an entire DC movie to be is them just assembling. Well, nothing the Legion, happens. The Legion of Doom. And but it's like they just spend an hour and like 15 minutes on getting the people. And then the last 15 is them just being like, all right, now what do we do? And they're all just sitting there. There's like 30 members. Yeah. That would be amazing. Don't you ever wish you were the guy that someone was calling in? Oh, like, yeah. Like your buddies are sitting around. Hey, they have a question. Like, does anyone know anyone that knows a bunch of random stuff about random clothing brands? And he just goes, let me call my yeah. guy. Dude, that's like, you want to be like the phone a friend. Yeah. You want to be on the, who wants to be a millionaire phone a friend to be like, dude, all right, I got a question. Phone a friend. I need to know. see what gone are those days because now you can just Google it. Now you get what? I mean, unless you're on trivia shows, dude, then you gotta you gotta go. Yeah, the or old if it's school. something that like you can't specifically type in. Yeah, that's true too. If you don't know where to begin on a search, yeah, which it's like the logo looks like this, but it, yeah. I think it was out around this time. It was red. <laughs> and you're like, well, that doesn't help well, anyone, right? I'll, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. <laughs> I'm gonna call you back. Uh. What was I just gonna say? Don't you love when someone calls you and they're like, they're like, "Oh, hey, hold on," and it's like, "Oh, what the fuck? You called me, dude." That happened. First off, I just don't even answer. My phone like doesn't even register phone calls. It's just I have to talk on speaker. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, my we, like your phone's fried. Yeah, it's, I mean it's not great, but it works out because I don't like phone calls to begin with. So I'm just like, all right. I feel like you talk on the phone a lot, though. I not really. I, I think people think you like to talk on the phone and they call you. Yeah, I I do not like to talk on the phone. <laughs> it is not my forte. Let, let's just get a text going and then we'll meet up. Well, let's do this thing face to face. Unless it's bad news, then just a text is fine. We won't have to meet up. Right. You just send it over in the if message. If it's bad news, yeah. If it's bad news, just 
Text, boom. Hey, the pizza shop caught fire. Sad yeah. face. Well, I guess I'm off work tonight. I'm also dead because <laughs> I was on fire with it. Dude, I heard there's a new Gargoyles book, though. Did you used to fuck with uh, Gargoyles? A comic? Or a comic, yes. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure I watch Gargoyles, dude. Come on. Dude. The best. Are you... I might pick it up. It's from Dynamo. Okay. Uh, it's apparently been huge seller for him. Uh, it was I, a great show. Great show. Super underrated show. Yeah. I think Gargoyles might... What was the main one's name? Leonidas or... Leonidas, no, but the guy that did his voice is uh, the one dude. He's very... His, his name on Instagram is literally like Golden Voice or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, he does the voice of... He, he's a black dude. He does the voice of the president on uh, Rick and Morty. Yep, he did. And like, he's on like, the Boondocks, too, I yes, think. Yeah, I know. Fuck, what is that guy's name? Um, Kevin... Kevin something, McAllister, Smith. He's the best, though. But yeah, so he was the voice of the main gargoyle. I mean, the show was just super dark. I remember the the movie came with a board game. That was sick. I was playing that board game all the time. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Gargoyles rip, dude. Do you want... There was a lot of toys. That was like a big toy back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Would you want to see a new gargoyle show? Eh, I mean, if they want to, sure. But like, do you do you get caught by any of those nostalgia like reboots of shows, especially like cartoons and stuff when they do them? Uh, they got me with the Animaniacs one. I definitely. I didn't. How was I it? watched the first couple episodes. Yeah, it was funny. It, was it actually good. was funny. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Did it still have kind? Of, did it still have kind of that adultish humor to it? Um, I think. There was, was a little bit more. There were some little nods and maybe jokes that were meant for the yeah, the grown up audience yeah. for sure. But not like back in the nineties, dude. Like dude, yeah, was, where they were like the two were just trying to like molest that nurse. Like the like the fingerprints joke. Do you know about that one? Which one? <laughs> so there's this one and where Yakko and Dot are like uh Yakko's like, We need to look for prints. And like they were like they're like detectives. Yeah, doing detective work. Obviously. And and so she, you know, the singer Prince, she like pulls him out of her pocket or whatever. Here, here, I found Prince. And he goes, No, fingerprints. And she looks at Prince and just goes, I don't think so. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> a good joke. She doesn't. And Prince was probably like, Please. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like like yeah, like Prince gives her this look, like ooh. <laughs> they uh, yeah, those used to get. It's like the dirtiest joke ever on a cartoon. It was crazy. Oh, it's so good though. Those shows used to fucking yeah. like crush with that. Mm-hmm. And it was Freakazoid, the same same writers, big one as yeah. well. Um, yeah, there were definitely, um, there were definitely a lot of things that used to get to slide under the radar, and sure. just because people weren't paying attention to it. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy is yeah. also the classic N- example. Of now like, you just have so many like helicoptering parents that think that like a joke about fingering prints that no child understands well yeah like animated comedies you know the adult ones at least are even like they all have teams of lawyers family guy and south park they all have all these litigators because they got to see what they can get away with yeah i mean that's a great point to like those shows have now become what animaniacs were yeah and i feel like animaniacs and stuff were almost more clever with it because you did have to be a little uh a little bit more core yeah had to be a little more core with it uh you had to like someone needs to make a really good documentary about like some of those 90s cartoons because even like like speaking of family guys like seth mcfarlane like they were animators in the 90s and like 
they grew up on great cartoons, so they wrote great cartoons. And they got to... And they were adults, so they wrote adult jokes in there and stuff, too, and adult-type themes. They had that little bit more freedom. Yeah. They were allowed to push the envelope more. There were a lot more shows on that were targeted towards kids, but also, like, The Tick is... Like an adult yeah, that cartoon. Was goofy, man. Yeah. There's a lot of like Freakazoid. Yeah, like you said, Ren and Stimpy. Like a lot of these shows weren't necessarily for like it if you were a parent watching cartoons with your child back then, you were like, This ain't yeah. so bad. Hey Arnold. Uh, was yeah. great. Yeah. There's like, a lot of them that just have weird you get what the nuance is to yeah. it. It's like Stoop Kid is a drug addict. <laughs> the Chocolate Kid is sure, also a drug sure. addict. Actually, a lot of kids on the most of the kids had, on that show were probably drug addicts. They just had and addictive or, personalities. <laughs> yeah, they were all just fucking lunatics or fucking just vagrants that like roamed. <laughs> you know that show takes place in Colorado. Where? Hey Arnold. I've heard conflicting things. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's the official release. I heard of it's it. actually supposed to be like a. Uh, I've heard Philadelphia, and I've also heard it's supposed to be like a Pacific Northwest yeah, like coast city. Or yeah, it might be Seattle. So yeah, is it, what, what it's it might be. like a suburb Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when uh, everyone knows that takes place in New York City. See, yeah, I mean, like, I guess more or less. Yeah, to me, that's always where it took place. But, um, yeah, Hey Arnold ripped. Fucking, what was the other one? Rock, oh, they redid Rocco's Modern Life, didn't they? They did a make a mini movie. Yeah, I never I, watched it. I see. Again, I should watch that one. I've, no, but that I've, show was crazy too. Rocco worked at the sex a sex worker hotline. Yeah, like <laughs> they, all this shit is fucking not for children. But again, kids don't notice that. Yeah. Like in, it's not until you become like a little bit older and you're like, oh, I get this. And by that time, you're like, well, yeah, I'm not just like running around saying fingerprints. I'm like. You know, it, you don't have to worry about kid. Kids find this shit out all on their own, dude. They do, yeah. They don't, these TV shows don't fucking necessarily. Honestly, it's more about fucking. I was playing Fortnite, and these two little kids who were like in my party were like talking about like the the female like skins that are in the game. And it's like, oh yeah, it's like, oh yeah, like I'm looking for a shorty. I'm looking for a shorty. And then the one kid was like, what do you say? He's like, uh, oh, he's like, you're simping. You're simping. I'm like, how does this kid know what it, what yeah, that dude, means? Because now these kids, that's all these kids probably <laughs> fucking talk about. They're like, I'm looking for a little shoddy. Like that's why you hear. That's like why, why like like certain like younger people all talk the same is because they're just regurgitating things that they heard. Absolutely. They're like they're like little parrots, you yeah. know, like yeah. And they just hear shit that they think. That they that someone like, they perceive. Oh, I heard to be Steph cool. Curry say it once, and now oh. it's like yes, or something like that. Anything. Yeah, they're all yelling Taco Tuesday because LeBron said it. <laughs> it's like he, hey, inv- he invented that dude. Yeah, he invented Taco Tuesday. He also uh, he invented the Looney Tunes. Also, he I also co- yeah Looney Tunes, and he copyrighted the phrase "kid from Young" or "kid from Akron." Have you ever have you ever heard a, a good thing about this new Looney Tunes movie? Wait, Space Jam? The Space Jam, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tried watching it. Watch? It's fucking horrible. Yeah, everyone's just like, it's like unwatchable. Yeah, Don Cheadle's in it. I like they that. They were making that movie for like 10 years, weren't they? It's, dude, it's so dumb. There's LeBron had hair when they were making LeBron that movie. LeBron is making also movie. just not a good actor. I don't get why. Yeah, I saw him on a commercial day. I was just like, dude, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm kind of fucking sick of LeBron. Dude, 100%. I mean, it's even the same way that... He they're in that there's that new house party movie that we saw the trailer for. Yes, for, yes. Where they're throwing a house party at LeBron's. He's got cameras. I, <laughs> you can't throw a house party there. 
What are you talking about? You don't think this guy's got a fucking ring doorbell? Dude, they're, they're going to address that in the movie. Yeah. The, oh, oh, the they, whole system's the, down. These guys work for the security company. <laughs> yeah. there's They got a guy at the security company. Who's, oh, maybe it's a heist. I, I just... I have the feeling that they'll do this, but LeBron should be in that movie as little as possible. Oh, that little hologram scene, that's the only that's time I want to see you him. Need him. Yeah. You need him. He should be in the movie the same way that Superman is in Shazam, where it's just <laughs> the back of his head, and he just shows up, and at the end, he's like, hey, who's throwing a party in my house? <laughs> cool story, though. My dad did install LeBron's outdoor pizza oven at his house in Bath, Ohio. Very cool. Yeah. My dad... Uh, I was like, did you see him? He's like, no, he wasn't there. Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, He's probably there like six times a year. Yeah. Um, my when I was a young when I was a much younger boy, young lad, I played hockey with this kid whose dad was LeBron's business manager. Okay. So this is like his first year out of high school. He um we were at a Labor Day party or Memorial Day party. I always get the two confused. But we're at one of those. And my dad's like, we're sitting out there, and he's like, I'm if LeBron wants it, dude, I'll play him one on one. Your dad said that, yeah. And they ended up playing a little one on one, dude, a little uh, driveway basketball. LeBron and your dad, LeBron and my dad. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, played a game of one on one. <laughs> How'd he do? My dad lost. He wouldn't <laughs> believe it. It, it. Fundamentals didn't pay off. <laughs> He was a bounce passing to no one. There was, yeah. <laughs> he just got bounce passing and going for layups. Um, the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise and the hare. And then that's probably when my dad pitched him. So the, you were at a party with LeBron. I was at a party with LeBron. Yeah. I was was just, it like the kid's birthday or something? No, it was like Labor Day or Memorial Day. And they were throwing a party at um, my buddy's house. That's sweet. Where did he live? He at the time had probably. I don't know. He might still have been in Akron or just bought a house in Bath. It was. It literally was the first year he was out of like high school and had gotten drafted. Yeah, yeah. So he's people know who he is, but yeah, nothing, but he, yeah. they know who he is, but they don't know who the fuck he's gonna yeah, be. That's why. That's a really funny story, man. Yeah, it just sucks. Like someone like LeBron, like you can't just like go somewhere like by yourself. Like no. you can't go out and like get a coffee or whatever. I mean, like that's the price you pay. But I mean, it is. But also. I don't know. I have such a weird view on it because to me, I'm like, I would never really say anything to a celebrity because... Oh, people don't give a fuck. Exactly. That's like, I know I'm the outlier in this group where like, if I saw a celebrity, I'd be like, oh, cool. But like, I don't... Unless I'm like pitching them an idea. Like, what what are we going to just go be like, LeBron, dude, what's up, man? Uh, Basketball, huh? What's up with that? (laughs) I watched this documentary about Trey Anastasio from Fish. And there's okay. this thing where he's out with his dad. They're just like, I don't know. They're like some little town, like just walking around like the town square. Like they're about to grab some like an ice cream cone or something. Yeah. And this guy, you know, a big fish fan, goes like, oh, can I get a picture with you, Trey? And Trey's like super nice, like takes pictures of everyone. And his dad's like, like seems like unimpressed. Like this happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like like he he did not seem impressed at all. It's he like, dude, didn't your, care. Your son is a huge rock star. Yeah, and people like, worship him. Yeah, like it was kind of weird. Get a real. I didn't job. know this. His dad was a hockey coach, and his dad really wanted Trey to be like a big like hockey player. And Trey played hockey for like years. Apparently, I mean, yeah, but it's also to be a to bank he's, on he's, your child being like a pro athlete. It's like. Oh, sorry, he didn't become a pro athlete. He became a huge, famous musician. Have you seen Trey Anastasio? He's like a scrawny ginger. No, yeah. <laughs> that's what he looks like. Yeah, that's like... If I showed you a picture of this guy, you'd be like, he's not the next uh, Connor McDavid. Yeah, like, like, I don't understand how 
if I was signing autographs, my dad would be like, what is happening? Yeah, and believe it or not, he was scrawnier back then. But it's just funny, like, he never got over the fact that his son didn't become yeah. such a cocky. Oh, I guess he's just some millionaire musician. Yeah, what are you, a dumbass millionaire? <laughs> Why don't you play hockey like a man? That's, I mean... They do show him up on the Jumbotron when he goes to Rangers games, because he lives in New York. Oh, really? Tra- yeah. That, sh- he's a big... Well, and he plays at, he plays at MSG pretty much every year oh, for the okay. New so Year's Eve concert. He's got the... Uh, He's got the credit. He's been in that building like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Do you say every New Year's? They do New Year's Eve there. Yeah. Pretty much every Ooh. year. They do a three night run. Damn, dude. That's a nice little hall to have is like you got Madison Square Garden on New Year's. Oh, it's yeah. They've been doing it since the 90s. Jesus, I've always wanted really? to, I've always wanted to go. Yeah, but I always worked New Year's Eve. Well, dude, one of these times, man. One of these days gotta, I will. They say it's a mandatory work night, but you know, I what? Oh, that everyone works on New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's a big restaurant night, especially oh, for yeah. like nicer restaurants. That's true. I don't know. I've never. Well, obviously, you've never gone out on New Year's Eve. I go out after. Well, you know, no, no, yeah. I'm saying to like a restaurant. No. I've, <laughs> no, I've never like that. Doesn't seem like the move to me. I get it for sure. It makes sense. The whole thing is like you get dinner and then you go then out you to go the party. Out to do yeah. yeah. Nah, dude, I'll, I'll get a couple, you know, fucking street tacos or something, and then, yeah. honestly, New Year's Eve, amateur hour. That bars on New Year's Eve, dude. Oh, yeah, I don't go to bars. I usually go to a house party. You got to go to a house party. Yeah. You're, it's same way. Do you dress s- up on New Year's Eve? No. Not dressing up, dude. You don't strike me as a dressing up kind of guy. No, I don't like it. I mean, you wear nice clothes. You have a sense of yeah, fashion, but... But I just... Well, I'm not a big, like, uh, you know, slacks and a button-up shirt and a tie... Like if I'm going to a wedding, I'll wear the you know getup. But you'll I'm, play the game. I'll play the game, but I'm gonna <laughs> add a little something too. I might wear a little hat. Yeah, a little fucking OC hat. We gotta get you set up with a pocket square, dog. I mean, it just to me like I'm just never very comfortable in like a suit and stuff. And it I, just, I totally get it. I don't think my, a lot of people are, especially if I'm going out too. I'm like, now I'm just it. You just get so disheveled so quick. I feel like. After one drink, your clothes immediately start yeah. just like coming undone. And then people like by your fifth, they're like, yeah. you're fucking hammered. And you're like, no, my shirt's untucked. I'm fine. I promise. They're like, look at you. It is the best. Like, you know, it's when you, you can be in a suit and sometimes look less hammered, you know. <laughs> uh, that's true, too, I suppose. Yeah. I, I like dressing up. That's why I never wanted to get a job where I had to wear like a shirt and tie. Because it's like it would if, ruin it. It would ruin it. If I had to go like a wedding, it's like, oh, like, I, dude, I wear this five days a week, yeah, man. Like, this I don't want to wear it again. Do this all the time. Yeah. I mean, there is a little excitement to it. But yeah, for you dress up on New Year's. I do actually. Usually. Yeah. Nice. I, usually, I usually wear my suit. Dude, wear something I, nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll dress up this year. Maybe you will. But here's the thing. I'd have to be like going somewhere where everyone else is dressed you up. You seem like you could really rock the like like a nice a nice slightly slimming suit but with no tie. No yeah, no, tie. no tie, man. Cuz I got that I got thick true trunk of a neck. You just don't need the tie. You know, it's not important. <laughs> I wore ties for fucking 12 <laughs> you years you of my look, life. You dude. don't want to look like I fucking uh, wore a tie. You don't want to look like uh <laughs> what's this Matt Foley the yeah, motivational exactly. speaker. Um, you were you had to wear a tie at Ed's. Oh yeah, I feel like they don't have to anymore. No, they probably do. Yeah, I all mean, I know is they got rid of the dress code at Lakewood High, dude. These kids wear whatever the fuck they really? want, dude. Damn, oh, yeah, dude. dude, like pajamas and shit. Yeah, Ugh, that's crazy. That's the most trap. Nothing upsets me more than wearing pajama pants outside of a home. I know. Yeah, it is it's a bad look. It is truly. I feel like this isn't even me being like, uh, you know, like. I like fashion, blah, blah, blah. I feel like it's just like, hey, do you want to look like you don't do 
pills or heroin, <laughs> then don't wear those, dude. Like, right, I'm home for the night. Time to put on my heroin pants. Yeah. I mean, my sleep pants. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they're like. If you're wearing those pants out and about, you are a hundred and ten percent on hard drugs. <laughs> You are you've just given up. You don't know when you're awake and when you're going to be asleep. So you're just always prepared for the latter. Yeah. You're like when they go shopping. The only thing they make sure the pajama pants has have pockets. Oh yeah, well you gotta <laughs> have like pockets on them, and then you're always your just illicit substances. Yeah, then you're always just like wearing like yeah uh, flip flops that look like the sole is about to like like the bottom part of your like ball of your foot has to be touching the ground because they're so right. worn out. Well, dude. Ugh. We're coming up on time, and dude, honestly, all this talk about New Year's Eve dinner and heroin pants has made me hungry. If you want to get Same some, here. if you want to get some lunch or something, dude, I might be down for something. What's uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us on Instagram at Threads and Dreads Pod. Go support the podcast if you like listening at Patreon.com. It's just four dollars twenty cents. Smoke them if you got them. That is Patreon.com backslash Threads and Dreads. Thank you always to Sean. We'll begin some more episodes to you guys as always. Appreciate y'all for listening. We love you. Goodbye.